0: For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100 plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan! That's me.
1: media
2: Welcome to another edition of Reaching Out from Reach a space podcast for kids Reaching out gives us the chance to dig a little deeper and answer real questions about space from kids in our listener community around the world.
1: Hey, Meredith, sorry to interrupt. Have you seen my sweater?
2: Oh, I'm not sure. I think you packed it away with the rest of your winter gear.
1: Let me know if it turns up. Probably too hot to wear it now anyway.
2: Why do you ask?
1: Just thinking about snowboarding. Kind of wish we could snowboard all year long, you know?
2: But then you would miss swimming in the lake.
1: I do like swimming in the lake as well.
2: When it comes to different seasons on Earth, There's something for everyone.
1: But have you ever wondered, why does the weather change on such a regular basis?
2: If so, you're in luck, because this week we heard from Ella in Stillwater, Minnesota, who asked a great question. Let's listen. Hi, my name is Ella. I was wondering what causes the seasons.
1: To get the answer, we reached out to our friends at NASA Space Place and caught up with Dr. Josh Fisher science-lead eco-stress mission at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory to learn all about what causes the seasons. And he had a pretty cool story to share.
0: Hello, Josh. What causes the seasons? That's a good question. But in order to answer it, I'm going to have to give you some superpowers. So the first superpower I'm giving you is the power to stop time. Let's do it. Jeez. whoa spooky everything is just still okay 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 next let's let's fly off the earth and take a look around let's do it mm. it's quiet up here in space look there's the sun there's the earth half lit up by the sunlight so i guess it's just going to be day all the time on the sunlit side and Night all the time on the other side. That's kind of awful. Maybe we should fix that. Let's give the earth a bit of a spin. Give it a bit of a nudge in the middle, kind of in line with the sun, to the right. All right, it's spinning. Ah, now everyone on earth gets some day and some night as the earth spins in the glow of the sunlight. Ah, that, that rhymed, I'm a poet, I didn't know it. Well, while you're just imagining that for a bit, I'm I'm gonna have some fun here at my desk and just spin around in my chair, pretending I'm the earth. And my computer monitors the sun. I actually have a heater next to it so I can pretend it's the light and warmth of the sun. So there's light shining on my face and my head to my toes and getting pretty evenly warm. And as I turn, uh, the back of my head gets light. Whee! Oh, what the thing was that? I just got smacked in the back of the head by something. I'm not crying. Probably whatever hit me just got water on my face. I'm, I'm a big, strong dude. Like, I didn't even move. Like, I'm still spinning. I actually, I'm actually i kind of tilted forward and spinning at an angle now. That's weird. My, now my head is getting warmer than my feet because my head is pointed towards the heater, and um, I'm not really spinning away because of the tilt. Okay, I guess if I scoot my chair to the other side of the heater, then th- things can even out. Hold on, hold on while I scoot. Ah, okay. This is good. Can you still hear me? Okay. I'm over here now. All right. Okay. So now my head is tilted away from the heater and and my feet are getting warm again. That's great. Although now my head is starting to get cold. (sighs) Let me scoot back. Okay. Anyway, anyway, back to you. I kind of left you floating in space, checking out the earth, spinning all evenly. Like We forgot that the earth also orbits around the sun. So maybe give the earth a a little flick to get it moving. Interesting how it just doesn't fly away forever, but kind of hangs on like an invisible string around the sun. That would be the gravitational pull of the sun, which is huge, therefore has strong gravity, not allowing Earth to float away. All right, all right. so let's take a look now. Earth is spinning all evenly, everyone gets night and day, and the Earth is orbiting nicely around the sun. Although, oddly, there are no seasons. Everyone's just getting the same amount of light and warmth as the earth orbits completely around the sun, which takes about 365 days. So how do we get the earth to have seasons? How do we get it so like the top part of the earth gets more sun and warmth for like half the time we're orbit or summer and not much sun and warmth for the other half or winter? And then, you know, in between, it's kind of 50-50. That would be fall and spring or autumn and spring, depending on where you're from. I guess it's kind of like my head and feet. We need to give the earth a bit of a smack to tilt the spin. That's pretty much what happened uh, early in the birth of Earth. It got smacked by something, like an asteroid. I don't know. Well, I mean, Earth gets hit by asteroids all the time. We don't really tilt. So it must have been something bigger. But not so big that it would have destroyed us. So uh, maybe like a small planet? We probably had like a sibling planet that no one even knew about hanging out with us and orbiting the sun too. Let's call it TheA. But then... They accidentally smacked into the earth and tilted our spin a bit. Probably ended up kicking a whole bunch of rocks into space that maybe could have even formed our moon. I don't know. Maybe even had water on it that got on earth. Like my tears on my face. I mean, I mean, I mean the, the random water that ended up my face when I got smacked. Those aren't tears, no. All right, all right. So go ahead and give the earth like a light smack. Just enough to tilt it a bit. Nice. All right, let's take a look. Okay, there's the Earth spinning at a slight tilt now, still orbiting the sun. And so now we can see that the top part of the Earth is getting more light and warmth. And as the Earth starts to orbit around the sun, the top part ends up pointing away from the sun, getting less light and warmth than the bottom half. You did it. You managed to get the season. I grew up a bit in Alaska, near the top there. In the summer, the sun would never set. The sun would never set. You would, you would kind of see it just circling around in the sky with maybe like a slight dip below the horizon in the middle of the night. And in the winter, you wouldn't ever see the sun except maybe around noon when you would peak up just a bit over the horizon. Huh. Another interesting thing to note is that the middle of the Earth kind of just gets more or less the same amount of sun and warp the whole way around. There doesn't seem to be clear summers and winters at the middle. I guess not everywhere on Earth has what we, who don't live in the middle, think of as summers and winters. So like the plants and animals in the Amazon rainforest pretty much just get a good amount of light and warmth the whole year, which is why it's so lush and full of plants. But if you're a plant or animal in Alaska, there's not a lot of action in the dark winter. So you'll you'll want to shut down, hibernate or migrate. But when it's summer, those plants and animals party all night long. And with that, I leave you with your answer. And I'm just gonna go back to spinning around in my chair now.
2: Whee! Wow, so Earth's tilted axis causes the seasons. Thanks again for that awesome question, Ella.
1: So, were you able to find my sweater? Hmm. Because it's like one of my favorite sweaters. I'll look for it. Okay. You're really gonna look for it, right? You're not just
2: Yeah. I'll help.
1: Because sometimes this happens. I, I...
2: I love that sweater. It's got a lot of holes in it.
1: Yeah, but the holes it's kind of like a style thing. Okay. Big thanks once again to Dr. Josh Fisher, science lead eco stress mission at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, along with our friends at NASA Space Place for sharing your expertise with our listener community here on Reach.
2: Got a question about space? We're just a phone call away. Get your parents' permission and give us a call at 312-248-3402. Then leave us a message with your first name, where you're from, and your question for a chance to be featured in an upcoming
1: episode. We can also accept your questions via email. Just send us your first name, where you're from, and what question you'd like answered to reachthepodcast at gmail.com. That's it for this week on Reaching Out. We're your hosts, Brian Holden.
2: And Meredith Stepien. Reach is produced by Nate DeFort and Sandy Marshall and edited by Nate DeFort.
1: Our theme song and additional music was composed by Jesse Case.
2: And our logo was created by Stephen Lyons.
1: Reach is a production of Soundsington Media, committed to making quality programming for young audiences and the young at heart. For more information on our shows and the people behind them, go to soundsingtonmedia.com.
2: Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real? Or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family-friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now wherever you get your podcasts.